Hello and welcome back to The Rundown. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Pivoworski, coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most, from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown, to a views, conservative news, and Craig, thank God it's Friday. <laughs> That's right, folks. Thank God it is Friday. If we have not been successful, or if you have not been successful in beginning your weekend on hump day, well, today's the day it's actually, it's got to happen. This has got to be it. Weekend's got to begin today. Yep, this is it. Uh, You know, get get, get your party on. Get get your weekend on. Start it right now. Get it done. (laughs) And uh, how was your weekend going thus far? Oh, you know, I got to work tonight, got to work tomorrow. I uh, might have Sunday off, so that's looking good. Other than that, uh, you know, one day off for the weekend. That's that's pretty good for me. Well, that's what happens when you do a uh, when you do a, a Saturday afternoon radio show, uh, you know, that is, you know, national and all that stuff. That people kind of expect you to show up and uh, and do your thing. They want us to be there. Got uh, 50 cities waiting to hear us. So uh, we, we, we aim to please, you know, every, you bring go. them the... The best uh, entertaining and informative newscast we can. There you go. There you go. Well, hey, let's go ahead before we get into today's program and give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Let's do it. Let's say hi to our good friends at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. Odds are if you got yourself an AR in the past five years, probably got one of their barrels, don't even know it. Well, now you could buy from them direct for your next AR build or rebarrel your current AR platform. That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you could take part in California's future today. If you want the best in tactical concealed holsters, get on over to Hog Holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. Hogholsters.com. Use the discount code the rundown. All caps, all one word, no spaces. Get yourself a nice little discount. And, of course, if you're going to the woods, going out hiking, going hunting, go check out uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. These are our sponsors. They bring us to you so that we can bring you to them. Do us a favor. Do them a favor. Do yourself a favor. Visit them today. The links are in the description of this program. Check them out. Spend some money with them and make sure that you tell them it was the guys over at The Rundown that sent you. All right. Also, please make sure that you are like, that you like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends about the program. Uh, Let them know that they can either watch or listen. Wherever you get your podcasts, you will find us. Uh, YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, you will find us. Twitter, you can even find the show on Twitter. We're live streaming on Twitter. Check us out. Uh, We don't care how you partake. All we care is that you partake. So make sure y'all do that. Do it now. 
do it, okay. do it now. All right, let's get into today's first story. Now, I don't know if you know this, Mike, but you know, there's a lot of talk about the apocalypse coming. And uh, you know, a lot of people thought it would be AI. Some people believe it'll be Donald Trump, uh, the Russians or the Chinese. But in in fact, the uh, the apocalypse is going to come about as a result of gas stoves. In case you weren't aware, according to CNN, gas stoves are actually cooking the planet. Big for climate advocates, but millions of people rely on gas to warm their home or to cook with. Absolutely. It's a very emotional thing, cooking over fire. It's primal. People love the idea of, of a furnace burning in the, in the basement to keep them warm, or they like the way their food cooks. It's a cultural thing. But there is no doubt the science is showing us that those choices are heating up the planet at a sort of a scary rate, uh, all put together. The buildings account for about 20% of carbon cook, you know, planet cooking carbon pollution as well. So this is part of a wave of electrification across the country. New York, the first state, but there's about 90 different municipalities and counties. The first was Berkeley, California a couple of years ago. But interestingly enough, a couple of weeks ago, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals struck down their ban on gas hookups to new buildings there. Uh, but there's other routes to it, different building codes, energy codes that could make it this easier for others who want to do this. But of course, natural gas industry, the lobby, some restaurant uh, lobbyists are, are fighting back against this. Now, Mike, so this is all in this is all in communication, all a part of uh, what is taking place in New York City, where they've actually banned gas stoves from all new construction. Now, this isn't the first time right. this has happened. This actually also happened in Berkeley, and it actually got struck down by the courts. Yeah, you know, in in, in New York, this is this is no small. You're sitting everywhere else in the country, and it's it's probably a minority of uh, of uh, buildings that actually have gas or that are heated by gas or, or cook with gas. But in New York City, it's got to be 80, 90 percent of of the buildings there are gas furnaces, gas heaters, uh, you know, gas stoves. In fact, my, my grandfather retired from the, the gas company in, in New York City after working there for, you know, for 30, 40 years. Um, it's 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 common. You, you, the natural gas truck comes, delivers, uh, you know, hooks you up for a couple of months and then you go on. It's 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 what that city runs on. So, you know, asking them to do all new construction is, is just going to to eat away at the infrastructure there that that is currently gas powered. Uh because you know, once you stop you, you stop supporting new technology, no one's going to be sticking around to support the old technology. Uh, you know, it's it's not going to be uh, financially worthwhile for them to do it, and and you're going to have the collapse in the city there of 90 percent of the folks that currently use gas to uh, to cook and heat with. Well, exactly, because what's going to happen is people are either going to not, they are either not going to do new construction. I mean. It, all I know is is that natural gas has been one of the cleanest ways in which to, to cleanest forms of energy. And what what I don't understand is they keep pushing this electricity, electricity, electricity. They keep telling us to plug everything in, and then they fail to realize that how much of that actually that energy actually comes from gas. How much of it comes from coal? Yeah, like electricity. Isn't this magical thing that we just pull out of lightning bolts in the air and it's for free? You know, they they have to make it. You know, they have to make it. Let let's 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 talk about what happens in New York or the Northeast if there's a power outage in the winter 
And guess what? The electricity does not heat your home. It does not cook your food. But guess what the gas does? Guess what the gas does, Craig? It still works. It still works. You, you know, the first time that there's a power outage in the winter and hundreds of people die from, uh, you know, from freezing to death, uh, maybe then uh, somebody will slap Kathy Hochul around and, uh, uh, and and get some common sense back into her. Well, maybe. I doubt it. But it's always worth, you know, a try. It, it's funny because he talks about how yeah. the science is clear that it's causing. No, the science is not clear that it is causing. What In yeah. statistics, there's you can look at two things, and there's causative and there's correlative. You can say... Well, the earth appears to be warming up uh, because we use at the same time we're using more gas or gas stoves. But that doesn't mean that because we're using more gas stoves, that's causing the earth to heat up. I, I just think that what, the way, what, what all of these folks fail to accept and fail to understand is you've yet to establish the causal relationship. Why A causes B or how A causes B or how about this? If. A causes B. They just say, well, A and B go in the same direction. Therefore, we have to stop A. Yeah, this is this the old the old play, right, Craig? Uh, uh, all all humans are mammals and all pigs are mammals. Therefore, all pigs are humans, right? It's the same logic. It's the same reasoning. Um, it, it, it's, it does not make sense at all when you sit and put any analysis to it. No, but it makes for a good story, doesn't it? And that's why I think the media pushes it because it makes for an interesting story. Uh, and, and unfortunately, sadly, uh, too often these folks are completely and utterly ignorant uh, of the actual science, right? And that's the thing. We're talking about following the science. Well, you know, I'll go back to what uh, the meme we had. I mean, uh, we had, I think it was yesterday uh, where they said, or was it the yep. day before? Anyway, it said, uh, follow, it said, uh, uh, I tried to follow the science, didn't make any sense. Then I followed the money. Guess what? I found the science. <laughs> that's it, and that's what this is. This is this is the electric industry, right? To push pushing their product to, to and putting more money in the pockets of these politicians. If you if you have any doubt at all, follow the money. Follow the money. If if they were serious about renewable energies or about alternative energies, that you'd think they would be more into the idea of hydroelectric which by the way is proven to be the most uh effective alternative alternative energy source but interestingly they don't even consider hydroelectric as renewable energy well not out where you are because uh there, there's no water left i mean you know you, you're not allowed to to damage oh, or, no. or, or, or nay 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 we have plenty of water <laughs> in fact we have so much water they're talking about when this snowpack melts we might be flooding <laughs> right because you're not allowed to dam it or store it you just you can right. only use it as it's flowing there right well exactly no and we we under the idea of underwater storage underground storage just does not make sense uh to the left uh, to folks here in california which is interesting because you have Gavin Newsom who's saying, we need more water storage. We need more water storage. And Republicans are looking at each other like, duh, uh, how long have we been saying that? But at the same time, yeah. while we've approved a bunch of water storage, uh, they're actually building no new water storage. I, I don't know. I don't get it. But there you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Moving right along to our next story. Fat checking the fact checkers. Now, Randy Weingartner was uh, before a uh, House committee 
uh, I think it was last week, and was talking about the C- the uh, the National Federation of Teachers' role when it came to reopening the schools. And they were actually working with the CDC and consulting the CDC on, uh, on you know, standards or how they would determine when they were going to reopen. And quite frankly, she just got up there and lied. She said, oh, well, we've, we fought to keep the schools open and to get the schools back open and uh, yada, yada, yada. And, and anyway... So a lot of people basically questioned what they had to say. So PolitiFact decided they were going to do one of their famous fact-checky things. Well, turns out even their fact-checky thing, <laughs> you know, PolitiFact is not about facts, just in case you were wondering. Uh, they, did their, they did their thing on, uh, on, on, uh, on Randy Weingartner, and it turns out uh, they needed to be fact-checked. Uh, here, I'll read what happened. It says, the liberal website, PolitiFact, and yes, it is a liberal website, published a so-called fact check defending teachers union boss Randy Weingart, Weingartner, who has been criticized for aggressively opposing efforts to reopen the schools during COVID-19. PolitiFact, a PolitiFact check, a PolitiFact fact checked, fact check was subsequently fact checked via the community notes uh, feature on Twitter. The community fact checkers determined that PolitiFact was misrepresenting Weingartner's position on reopening the schools, noting that the union boss consistently tweeted her support for the closure of, of, of schools well into the fall of 2020. What they're saying, oh, what they're saying, PolitiFact argued that Weingartner advocated for reopening schools and suggested it was misleading claim that she opposed reopening at all. Twitter's fact check team argued more accurately and backward and backed by evidence. Weingartner and the teachers unions under the control uh, under her control pushed aggressively at the state and local level to keep schools closed, even as public health experts said it was safe for students to return to the classroom. Now, Mike, you and I have talked about this a few times because you we know the only reason the school stayed closed was because the teachers unions pushed for them to be closed. Control, right? Control. Uh, teachers didn't want to work. Uh, you know, they're, they're trying to make a political statement out of their salaries, everything else at the same time. Uh, and it was all about control and, 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 you know, for the, for the government and it worked well with the teacher's position. So schools remain closed, uh, you know, for those, those reasons combined. Right. She made a statement. Randy Weingartner made a statement in what this was, they noted here in July of 2020, where she called, she said, if we're reopening the schools in the fall, now we're talking the fall of 2020, she said it would be reckless, callous, and cruel. Now, mind you, this is after we already knew that school, because several school districts, a bunch of places either didn't shut down, had shut down and reopened, uh, or private schools were open. And so we already had enough data to know that kids, that, that schools were not a vector and that kids were largely uh, not subject to the issue. I mean, they, were, they weren't, getting COVID and they weren't getting sick from COVID. And, but we also knew at the same time, the kids weren't learning from the quote unquote distance learning that they were supposed to be doing. This is all stuff we knew. And she, what's like I said, what's worse about it is not just that she fought to keep the schools closed. Now she's going before Congress and lying about it. 
Well, it's okay to lie before Congress, right? We, we, we know that it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if it's the ATF. doesn't matter if it's, uh, you know, on, on, on gas energy, uh, you know, versus, uh, you know, electric, or uh, if it's on, you know, schools. The, these teachers had their own agenda, and they were pushing it as well. And like I said, it just happened to coincide with the, uh, the blue governments out there that wanted to maintain control of, of every piece that they could. And, uh, and so they, they, they got up there and rallied for keeping the schools closed. And now we're paying for it, right? Look, you've got, uh, you know, now you've got those those young ninth and 10th graders that are now graduating uh, as high school seniors with the lowest test scores ever. You know, yeah. you know, it's 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 very clear that the 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 homeschooling didn't work for everybody. Does it work for some? Sure, homeschooling works for some. Does it mm -hmm. work for the for the masses? No, it does not. No, it does not. And that's why it should be a choice and not a mandatory thing. Well, exactly. And the worst part about it is, is that, you know, now you have schools that are saying, well, let's get rid of testing, you know, because yeah. the kids are failing yeah. the test. Yeah. Well, then clearly the test is failing the kids. So in the name that's of the equity, we're going to get rid of test score. We're going to get rid of tests. And that's how we'll equalize test scores. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Let's get rid of the, the tests are bad. Let's get rid of the tests. Oh, okay. Well, that makes perfect sense. Okay. <laughs> right. Makes total sense. Makes total sense. All right. Moving right along. This next topic is an interesting one. Uh, if you've been following the conversations relating to br pistol braces, um, it appears uh, in this exchange, Mr. Dettelbeck. Now, unfortunately, let us be clear. Mr. Dettelbeck is not a firearms expert. He has made it clear. This is the director of the ATF stating he had already stated he is not a firearms expert, uh, but but he's the one that's setting all the rules for the firearms. So uh, this was a conversation, basically him discussing a way in which you can actually keep your pistol brace without having to register it. Check it out. But people End of are May, so we're and it was 120 days. Is that correct? People are only felons if they intentionally. Is it 120 violate, days? Uh, the law, uh, I believe it's 120 days from. So the we've got 36 days left of the 120 day grace period. Can you tell us here today how many people have complied by registering this product? Uh, I am not sure of the exact number. I can check though and get back to you. Uh, there are people who are making applications. There also can be detachment. So in other are words, we don't count. We don't, it, that's not for us to regulate. If somebody simply, we wrote the rule to make it easy to comply with. If somebody just at their home detaches the weapon from the brace and keeps them apart, uh, they do not have to register anything. They can keep the brace, they can keep the business end of the gun. Okay, that, that's a great clarification. So you're not gonna do some kind of constructive uh, prosecution where you say, oh, well, you had this and you had that and you intended to connect they're keeping them. The, I mean, if they can just keep them separately them as we as keep we them separately. Them, but it's, OK, and, because and, that's and, not clear in your rules. Um, OK, thank you, Mr. Massey, for getting him to provide that clarification. But the actual term is constructive possession is the legal terminology. And that's where basically if you have the parts to make some to make an illegal thing, uh, they can arrest you in some cases for just having the parts to make that illegal thing. It's called constructive possession. Yeah, and 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 Mr. Dettelback, who does not know firearms, uh, you know, and again, Craig, he knows alcohol and tobacco. Maybe that's why he's the head of ATF. Um, but constructive possession. <laughs> I, I, I'm, is, is, I'm is, guessing is, that he's very familiar with wine spritzers. What's, yeah, yeah, white claws. I think he's a white claw guy. <laughs> is, is what I think. It is. So, um, the. Uh, 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 you know, the constructive possession is, is the law of the land. And I'll just give you an example of a non-firearms. Um, let's say you get stopped in your car, you know, for speeding or whatever. And, and there's a there's a kilo of cocaine 
sitting on your passenger seat. Um, well, it's not in your possession, Craig. It's it's in the seat next to you. Well, that's called constructive possession. It's within your control. It's within arm's reach. Uh, you have constructive possession of it. That's a violation of the law. ATF has always applied uh, this with firearms. If you have a, 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 a complete lower receiver and a short-barreled upper right next to it, um, uh, then I see a, a, a rifle lower receiver and a short barreled upper next to it, and they're not put together. That's constructive possession of a short barrel rifle. They're going to do the same with the pistol braces. The pistol brace, if it happens to be next to it, especially if it has a pistol brace receiver, you know, tube on it, you know, a, a buffer tube, they're going to call that constructive possession. Mr. Dettelbeck has no idea what he's talking about, although I look forward to the first case where somebody cites Mr. Dettelbeck saying, all I have to do is remove it from it. I can keep it near it, keep it next to it. I just can't have it on it. I'd love to see that case. Well, it, well, because there's now video evidence of the director of ATF saying, yeah, no, I'm in compliance. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we shall see. We shall. We shall see. We shall see. But uh, I'm really interested to see what sort of media, what sort of press release or media advisory uh, comes out of the ATF uh, in order to clarify this. I would. I find it very difficult to believe they're not going to clarify. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving right along to our next story. Now, this seventh grader decided that he was going to wear a T-shirt that said, uh, "Well, the T-shirt said." Uh, there are only two genders, and uh, this uh, this he was actually removed uh, removed from school. He was given well, he was given the option. Here, you know what? Rather than me tell the story, let me let him tell you the story. Okay, what did I do there? Come on, play the story. Here we go. Bam! Here we go. The reason that I wore it is because, well, everyone has a right to their opinions, and I want to be able to voice mine on a subject that a lot of people were talking about. So after we were done doing some basics on what we were learning in gym, someone, or the principal Tucker, pulled me aside and, like, into, at first, she was just, like, into an area of the gym that wasn't being used told me I could either take my shirt off now and leave it, or if I wanted to, I could go discuss it with her in a different room, which I went to go discuss it with her, since I didn't want to take it off. I went to a room to discuss it with her, and after she came to the conclusion that I wasn't going to take it off, she pulled me into the office and uh, called my father to come pick me up if he could. What did my shirt say? Five simple words. There are only two genders. Nothing harmful, nothing threatening. Just a statement I believe to be a fact. I have been told that my shirt was targeting a protected class. Who is this protected class? Are their feelings more important than my rights? I don't complain. So I will give, you know, I got to give this kid some credit because that ultimately they want to treat this as though this is a, is a closed discussion, just like they did, whether it's global warming, uh, just like with, you know, the, the, the COVID and COVID discussions and vaccines and cures and everything. It's like everything the left does, it's like they shut down your speech if you disagree with them because it is far from, first of all, it's not supported by science. 
uh, that there are more than two genders. There is no science that supports that. Uh, but even still, as a society, we get a chance to determine what is what and have this conversation. But it's interesting how only one side gets gets their speech shut down. And once again, this is in a public school that this happened. Yeah, absolutely, Craig. And the law is clear. It's you know it, it says that you do not lose your First Amendment rights when you walk into school. Um, it, you know, is it is it threatening speech? Is it violent speech? Uh, you know, those those are restrictions. But this is not either of those. It, it's funny how the school says uh, it's offensive to some, and and they they view it as threatening. Um, well, listen, just because you got uh, you know infantile uh, uh, you know feelings and you're and you're hurt by somebody else's freedom of speech doesn't make it a violation. Um, uh, it's 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 hard to to see this and know that there's a school district out there that thinks this is the proper thing to do. Well, I, you know what I, we know what would be really cool and what we should actually start doing on this ba- the same thing is that when they do this, we should say, you know what, your attempt to shut down my, my, my speech to, to come against my, my I, I feel threatened and you need to stop or I'm going to, or, or you need to stop or I'm going to sue you because you are threatening me. And that's where it's got to come down to. I'm sorry, but someone's unreasonable. And I say unreasonable because I think the kid made a very good point. There was nothing there was nothing violent at all in anything that he that he wrote. But we're teaching kids that uh, we're teaching, trying to say in society that speech is violence and speech is not violence. Violence is violence. All right. I, 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 you know, I do, I do Krav Maga. I do martial arts and I've been, I've been enjoying that. And I, I'll tell you what, there is a difference, a huge difference between when, uh, when uh, the guy that I'm sparring with yells at me and when he punches me in the face <laughs> huge difference violence right, is right. violence speech is not violence yep nope it is not it is not and this is like you said this is not even in the gray area this is not even the threat of violence this is a, this is a statement of science right you know this is this is no threat here at all but let's have the the funny part is let's have the conversation why can we why are we not allowed to have the conversation? Here's the thing folks, if you want people to get angry and get upset, shut them up. Make them make them shut up. Do not allow them to have their peace. Tell them that you will think what I want you to think. And uh and then you know you want to see people turn to violence? That's when people start becoming violent. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is one that will 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 end up prevailing, and in the meantime, it's going to disrupt a school. It's going to disrupt learning because you've got some uh, some hardcore left folks here that uh, that believe uh, believe they're right, and it doesn't matter what the science or the law says. Well, and and, and that is all part of the once again. That's why we call it. If you guys are wondering why we call it social Marxism or cultural Marxism, it, it that's what it is. It's because even though most of the positions that we're talking about, most of the stuff we're talking about, whether it's critical race theory, whether it's queer theory or gender theory or the, the uh, 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 trans theory, most of this stuff is not based in fact. It's not based in science. It ba- it's based on how people feel and, and, and or they, what they call their lived experience, which is basically means how people feel. Uh, and only their lived experience is what matters, right? If you disagree with them, your lived experience is the experience is bigotry and hatred and violence and you need to be shut down and that is that is how they push this stuff across and then they're like 
well, no, this has been vetted and we know that this is true. No, it's not. It, 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 it isn't. Because every time, every time I try, every time someone tries to argue, right, if they're white, you say they're racist. If they're black or Latino or they happen to be a person of color, you say that they've internalized racism. No, I, I, I've internalized facts. I've internalized, I've internalized the facts and the science. And uh, I, I, no, I'm not going to just bow to your whim of what you want to believe. I respect your right to believe it. I just don't respect your, I just don't necessarily respect or agree with some of your beliefs. Yeah, I still think you're an idiot. Yeah, it's just, you know, that's a, but that's your right to be an idiot. So it's okay. <laughs> yes, you have a right to be an idiot. Yes, you do. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right. And with that, the time is coming for us to move on to our parting shots brought to you by Hog Holsters. Uh, if you're looking for a holster, go to hogholsters.com. Use discount code THERUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. Get your Hog Holster today. All right, Mike, today is, uh, well, today is actually Cinco de Mayo, right? Uh, you want to translate that for the, for the folks who are not bilingual out there? Yes, that is uh, the 5th of Mayo. The 5th of Mayo, which is interesting because people have always believed it to be Mexican independence, and it's really not. It's it's a celebrating a particular battle that occurred on the 5th of May, right? That's right, and they managed to maintain victorious status for three days before the French came back and beat them again. There you go. And so just as yesterday, we made fun of May the 4th be with you, Right. Obviously, as we as as obviously as uh, as uh, May Fourth gives way to Cinco de Mayo, uh, well, we are going to come at you with a little bit more comedy. Meet Juan Solo. Juan Solo. <laughs> you want to describe this you know, for the folks who are just listening? Yeah, there's there's actually a Mexican singer out there named Juan Solo now. So this used to be an easy meme to look up, and now when you look it up, you get to see all this other guy's Mexican <laughs> songs. But this is the true Juan Solo. Yeah, it's uh, it, well, this well, anyway, yeah, you y'all just look up Juan Solo, you'll find it. But there is actually a a uh, a whole crew now that represents them. Uh, you want to read this one for the folks? Oh yeah, this is this is Cinco de Mayo. This is the. Uh, the, the Spanish celebration of Cinco de Mayo, they have uh, uh, Princess Loca, Han Cholo, uh, Arturitu, uh, Darth Vato, Loco Skywalker, and uh, Homie Juan Kenobi. Homie Juan Kenobi. And by the way, folks, for those of you out there who are like, oh my God, that is so racist. I don't want to do the, I can't believe that. That is so hateful and racist. Let me be clear. This is the guy you elected president. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Yep, no racism at all in this guy. None no racism at all. And by the way, that was 2019. That was before he was president, right? Yep. <laughs> so you voted for him, you know, because, you know, clearly, you know, all poor kids are children of color. Uh, not white kids. Yep. And in this photo, let's be clear, this isn't white people dressed up as Spanish people dressed up as Star Wars characters. This is a Hispanic uh, group of people dressed up taking part in this. I think I think they 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 intended it to go that way. 
Yeah, they did. A little, little humor on their part. There you go. There you go. All right, Mike, it's about that time for us to call it a weekend. But before we do, we have one last shout out to those sponsors. Hitmanindustries.net. It's hitmanindustries.net. You can get rifle and pistol caliber barrels in rifle and pistol length. Any length barrel you want, check out hitmanindustry.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. And if you're looking for some awesome field gear to go out woods, go out hunting, go hiking, whatever it may be, check out our friends at uscombatgear.com. Once again, we want to thank our sponsors for uh, making uh, making us available to y'all. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you check them out and let them know that the guys over at the Rundown sent you. And with that, Mike, we have a big uh, we have a big celebration or whatnot coming up. I don't want to call it a big celebration, but we have a big milestone coming up next week on Tuesday. It's going to be our 500th episode. Woo! Man, I'm about to be available for that one. <laughs> yeah, we got to make sure you're there for that one, Mike. <laughs> on that note, y'all take care and uh, have a good weekend, and we will see y'all on Monday. <laughs>